Cathy van Royen from Chatty Cathy. The world has changed since I've started these podcasts. Normal looks different. And it sounds different. Now more than ever, stories are waiting to be told. And I'm here to share them with you. Peter Darrell is a successful businessman, mentor, athlete, with 50 years of extraordinary running, he has many stories to share. He's passionate about helping others, and now, in this time of uncertainty, he poses the challenge, why live by default when you can live by design? And it's an unusually chilly morning here in the October, and I'm chatting with Peter. How are you doing this fresh morning, Peter? What wonderful! I've been out and it was beautiful, soft drizzle, and uh, not really a spring morning, but a beautiful morning out there. Mm, and, good, well uh, done, as usual. So, what races wonderful. have you got to report on? Well, I think first of all, I must apologise to, to the listeners for for not talking about um, one of South Africa's iconic races, uh, which was the Constantia Village Grape Run last um, Sunday down in Cape Town. And um, as Tom Cottrell says in his book, if there was a prize for the most beautiful race in the Western Cape, this would be the forerunner. This magnificent mm. race is through the historic wine farms of Fruit Constantia, Clay Constantia, to Kai Forest, Eitzacht, and Beethoven. Uh, it's just an incredibly beautiful run. And you know, when I think of some of those Cape Town runs, everybody rave, raves about the two oceans half marathon. Yeah. And I keep saying, you know, with respect, folk, you know, I, I, I really don't think that's a great race, other than the traditions of, of, of the ultra marathon. But as a half marathon, it's not very scenic. Okay, no, you no. have a little bit, a little bit at the, at the top there, but for the rest, there are such there are other races that are so great, and uh, this grape run would be would be one of them. And uh, uh, I remember running it many years ago and just thinking how fantastic it was. So, to the listeners, apologies for not talking about that one. Um, but you better stop weekend. telling me about all these pretty races, sorry, because I mean, I can't keep up with this bucket list. It's not a bucket, it's a bucky load of races I need to do. Of, 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 of races, but I, the other race this weekend was, on, on Saturday, was the, the Optimum Meiringspoort Half Marathon. Oh, okay. um, yes. run, I was going to say run from the rust, but it actually finishes at the rust. The rest is, is a little way out from Oatshorn just to get the, get the bearings right. But um, I, this, is, this is another one that is a must on as a lifetime event. Um, it, it's pre-entries only. They, res, they restrict the, the field to... Uh, a maximum of 2,000 entrants, and the, yeah. they then have a 12,5K a, a run where they're limited to, to a 1,100 runners. And, and mm -hmm. part of the reason is because it's a point-to-point, -point and, it's, 
And when I say it starts in the middle of nowhere, it is effectively in the middle of nowhere. It's at, it starts at the, at the top of the Maringsport Pass, and you run you run down the pass. Uh, it's a fast downhill race with a sting in the tail. Maringsport is one of the Cape's most spectacular sites. You follow the Schuert River through a fault in the in the Swartberg, which has created towering accumulations of folded and twisted rock. It is just something else. Um, now, to get to the start, they actually take you on cattle trucks and okay. from the finish uh, up, up the mountain pass and, uh, and there you have coffee and rusks and that sort of thing. Awesome. And, and, then, and then you come down and uh, I, I really... Uh, I think it is, is it's one one of the best races in the country, and uh, folk talk about the Nisner Forest is another one, and it's and, and what to me is so amazing is that in little places down in in that part of the world they have these have these great races. And, yeah. Uh, so. well, sorry, just to just as a point to point race when we did the Loch Ness Marathon as well, we literally got bussed up to literally in the middle of the, the hills. It wasn't mountains like the Swartberg, but it, you know, it was, it was yeah. really the middle of nowhere. And there they had a truck and there they had bagpipers. And luckily the sun was shining when we did it. And then we had to run all the way along the side of the, the loch to end in um, Fort William. So that was also quite a, quite an unusual thing, but it wasn't cattle trucks. It was luxury buses we got. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the cattle, the cattle trucks add. I know when we did the Kango, I know they don't do the, the cattle trucks anymore, but when we did Outsuren Kango Caves race, we got on the back of the cattle trucks. And it's just one of those, wow, you know, this, this is, is a once-in-a-lifetime event that you've got uh, to do. Now, when, when I did Outsuren, um, we, we travelled on military buses. Okay. Not, not cattle trucks. That was just it's interesting, to, interesting to, to compare those. Yeah. Now, have you, have you done Neisner? No, I haven't. The, now the Nisner Forest, they c collaborate with the the taxi association, and you take it um, out on 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 taxis. Okay, and that's that is that is quite an experience for us guys who don't normally travel in those sort of taxis, uh, but uh, they take you out into to the forest there. But but again, that's a fairly short distance. Uh, the actual. Drive. Mm. A point to point from the from the start to the finish is about seven k's, but you do this long loop or big loop through the forest. But uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but it's it, it's interesting to talk about those those sort of things. Yes. Mm. Um, uh, so yeah, if I'd been my way, I would have loved to have done Maringsport, but it is very difficult to get into Maringsport, uh, okay. and there's a long waiting list. Um, but, but other races um, was in, in Pretoria. It was it was the Jacaranda City Marathon, uh, which is organised by the Agape or Agape Athletic Club, and it's run from the Hoerskool Hoersmoot uh, in in Pretoria, and um, it was quite controversial last year. Um, because of the, the logistics. 
traffic was chaotic and uh, roads were closed. So there were a lot of people who, who complained about it. But they have a 5, a 10, a 21, and a 42. So it's, yeah, and last year there were 7,000 finishes. So mm. you can imagine what it was like. And uh, there was a lot of criticism, which I thought was, was a little harsh uh, because it was, you know, Agape are a great club, they're great organizers. And, uh, and, and it, there were a lot of pre entry only as well. So, no, it wasn't, it wasn't um, pre entry only, um, uh, and, and, and those things. Uh, and it was just that people didn't give themselves sufficient time, yeah, to, to arrive, arrive at the, the race. Um, I think it was also a factor that because of the distant, different distances, um, they tried to stagger the starts. Um, so the marathon would the marathon would start at at half past five, uh, and and the ten k probably seven o'clock or something like that, mm. and and people would say, well, uh, my race is starting at seven o'clock, therefore I only need to get there. Meantime, yeah. the traffic is built up, so it's just worse than, than normal. And uh, I'm more critical of the folk who are critical than I am of the, of the <laughs> organizers. But in the organizing way, like something like the, like the tough one, for instance, where they only have the, the long distance, you know, they don't have the in-between, which means that they, they're, they're, yes, they, they limit their numbers and I understand that, but it does help a lot of the logistics because, I mean, doing a 5, a 10, the 21 and a marathon, that does mean there's a lot of people that ne not necessarily accompanying the marathoners, but yeah, they're doing it yeah. as a race. So, yeah, I think maybe that is one way that they have to just say they've got to get specific on the distance that they're doing as yes. a means of keeping numbers down. You know, not, not necessarily limited numbers because that is also, you know, the, the pre-entry only does you know, put out a lot of people, but to yes. try and limit the, 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 the choices of, of runs available. Yes, um, I think that's something we should debate sometime. But I, you know, I, I, I go back to the early days when you, you would only have one, one distance to run. Um, I, Pretoria historically has tended to have a, a 42 and a 21 on a lot of on, on a lot of their marathons, and that they I think they led led the way in the in the country on that. If we go back to the 80s, very mm -hmm. few of the Joburg marathons had a shorter distance, um, and and then then it was a case of they introduced the shorter distances. But Pretoria and I in the in the 80s, all of their marathons had a half marathon and and, and the marathon, which it's just an interesting observation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, in Joburg on, on Sunday, there was an interesting choice. Uh, it, there was the fat, fat Cats Half Marathon and 10K. Now, I ran that last year, and it was, it was run from, um, can you remember the name of the city we spoke about? The waterfall and the Mall of Africa. It was actually my first visit to the Mall of Africa, and, yeah. and I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And they had a lovely route. 
where where you started at the Mall of Africa, ran to basically the the Ben Skuman, um, and then turned towards Joburg, um, and 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 then cut across and went past Sunning Hill Park in a lovely circle circuit, which was literally exactly ten and a half k. So uh, it it worked out perfectly for a ten twenty one. Yeah. And well organized. I think Fat Cats are a great organization. Um, the, the atmosphere at their races is something else. Yeah. But I see this year it's, it's run at Newcorp Prison, which again ties mm -hmm. in. So it would be a similar sort of route, but just because Fat Cats are such a great club, uh, I, would, I would like to support them. Yeah. But it clashed out at Boxburg. From the Boxburg Stadium uh, was historically the Boxburg 15, which has been which has been renamed uh, the Tommy Malone Memorial. And oh, just because Tommy was such a dear friend of mine, yeah. I would have wanted to run it just just for him. And and comrades uh, winner. Comrades, comrades winner. He was also. He was also the man who uh, collapsed on the line and was overta was overtaken by Marnie Kuhn. And, dramatic uh, finish, yeah. And that was the most dramatic finish of all. And uh, but he was just a wonderful a wonderful character, and I could carry on all day talking about Tommy Malone and uh, uh, tell stories stories about him and and so on. Yeah. Uh, but it's it, it's you know, the old Boxburg 15. It used to start in the middle of Boxburg, uh, and in those days the municipality was plagued by all sorts of racist issues, and uh, so the race moved from from Boxburg to 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 Benoni for a few years, uh, okay. and and then when they built the new stadium. Somehow there was a change in attitude in Boxburg, and uh, the authorities woke up to the fact that uh, the sun would still get up in the morning if blacks and whites mixed and things like that. Mm. Uh, but yes, it was. It's a great event. So yes, it was. Would have been a very interesting running weekend. Yeah, good. And it's um, as always. There's another week of races coming up because that's the South African racing calendar for you. So. Um, we're looking forward to you explaining all in detail next week again. Look forward to it. Thank you, Kathy.